Everyone, welcome to episode 7 of the Shield Sound Podcast, an unofficial Halo esports show dedicated to North American players, teams, and tournaments. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan. And I'm the other host, Alan. <laughs> You're going to derail this. Anyway, we're here to finally talk about Anaheim Miner. Woo! Because we are so late on it that no one really cares anymore. But we're here anyway, and we want to hear ourselves talk. But first, before we get into it... Self-deprecating humor. Hilarious. What's up, Alan? What are, what are, what's going on here? Uh, not much. Just being busy, you know, trying to get some sleep and dreaming of yeah, podcasts. I was, I was I was hoping like the podcast was dead so I could I could sleep too, but here we are kicking a zombie in the in the nuts. So I guess we're still around. Kicking but, a zombie uh, in the nuts, interesting. Okay, I, you know it. It kind of you know I couldn't control I couldn't moderate myself saying it just kind of came out. Right. And I was like I don't know if that's really a saying. It's definitely not. But you know I don't know it if could it could be, be made into a saying. We could put it in our Twitter bio. We could we could definitely make a shirt on bonfire and say you know it's for a good cause yeah. and donate to uh to our pockets please yeah yeah thank you uh but <laughs> anyway anyways this, uh, this episode will be yeah we'll be discussing the anaheim miner uh there are some organization moves yeah leading into anaheim that were very interesting and of course a quick overview of the event itself who the winners were versus our predictions and what's moving forward with HCS? Should be a quick episode. I mean, you probably already heard everything we're about to say before, but I'd say, Alan, let's get into it. Let's do uh, it. So, first and foremost, Anaheim 2022, the minor, uh, it was relatively quiet, uh, but leading up to it, starting around Jan 30th, there was news leaking. And by news, we mean Teams were being picked up by organizations. Like, finally. Yeah. Uh, I think we, we discussed this in earlier episodes. Like, those organizations that were, like, waiting in the shadows yep. to, like, kind of snipe a team. It's, um, it's like Raleigh it, all over again. You know? Like, yeah. wait till the last second. Oh, they actually qualified? All right, now we want to pick them up. Yeah, which... I don't know if it makes for interesting news, but I, I it just shows how weird the scene is like how uh i won't say secretive but just how things happen quickly and for the good or bad of the the scene itself uh but anyway leading into anaheim we have native gaming announcing a halo roster on 30 jan and that consisted of elitus fours kubi uh, i don't want to say these kubi Kubi stacks (laughs) six story (laughs) Uh, and Blaze. Yeah. Do you know any of these players, Alan? I don't. Uh, yeah, so they've been consistently uh, playing in the Open Series. Uh, so if you don't know, 30 Jan was the qualifier, actually, for Anaheim when they announced this. So they uh, started playing under Native Gaming on the day of the qualifier, which uh, they didn't qualify for Anaheim. So, spoiler alert. But uh, their team uh, previously was known as uh, Gimme My Money. Um, so, and Blaze, Blaze is the same dude who, um, played, I'm pretty sure it's the same dude, unless there's another Blaze out there, uh, for status quo. Oh, well, we all know how that worked out. So interesting. Yep. So I, it is nice to see that 
this org had faith in their players when they picked them up and was like, you know what? Before the qualifier, we'll pick these guys up instead of waiting for someone to be qualified to pick them yeah, up. Yeah, but, but understandably so, it's probably the best move to wait till they're qualified. Yeah, because they did not qualify. <laughs> Uh, and the next team that got picked up was We Love Anime of all teams. Mm-hmm. Honestly, not a surprise given their previous performance leading up to Anaheim. Uh, and they were picked up by Esports Arena. And that was on 8th Feb. And they were first in the qualifier for Anaheim. No, no, no. And no. the team... First, uh, what? sorry. <laughs> first in the Esports Arena Series E qualifier. Okay. That's yeah, why they got go. picked up. Sense. But that's why they have a contract with Esports Arena. And it was consist or the team is consists of Rami, Bomex, Collect, Neuro Neuronautical, and Micron. Yeah. Um, Props to you for trying to keep I am really <laughs> naming yeah, these I players. am really just I will fuck them up uh, without regard. Yeah. Because uh, you know what? Honestly, they're probably not gonna be on that team anymore because <laughs> The way things work here. Well, I mean, they have a well, contract now with Esports Arena, which is owned by Walmart, I'm pretty sure. So, uh, But uh, do contracts like mean anything I, in HCS? Who knows? I don't know. But they get yeah. paid like $500 a month now, so top off. Yeah, and this is, just to clarify, this is their team red, because there's yes. a second team, but that's not until later. Yes. But yeah, they're Esports Arena, Arena red. red. Yeah, there you go. Moving on. I don't. You, you, you? Yeah. Uh, UYU. UYU? Yeah. <laughs> UYU in all caps signs incognito on 9 Feb. Yep. Consisting of Carmia, Cycle, Piggy, Tonison, and Mash. Yes. And incognito, were they the split from unsigned or no? No, they were who, not. Who was incognito? No. They, they're just another team that is consistently placed very well. Uh, and they actually qualified. For the um, Anaheim minor. Well, at least they qualified, you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. And, yeah. Uh, where are we? Okay, so the next team that made some moves yes. leading up to Anaheim on 9 Feb was BBG signs a new head coach, Mason Cobb, and formerly from XO Esports which we used to see perform pretty consistently, uh, yep. but not rec- like not recently into the qualifiers for Anaheim. They've been placing consistently low, yeah. <laughs> but um, at one point they were a contender. Yeah, so. yeah, oh, absolutely. So if, for people who don't recognize Mason Cobb, which, you know, we're all new here, so probably no one does, but he went by yeah. neighbor in XO Esports. I'm not sure if he's going by neighbor as a coach uh, but it was announced that Mason Cobb was going to be the head coach for BBG which I think is interesting because they didn't qualify for the Anaheim minor so maybe they realized that they needed a coach like him to step up and push the team forward yeah I guess we'll find out right yeah oh yeah Um, and then Torrent HQ comes out of nowhere and signs unsigned talent and pushing P on 10 Feb. And the team consisted of Aperture, which of course is one of the originals from Unsigned Talent. Yep. Uh, Filthy G, Huss, and Hotshot Ghosts. Yeah. So this is the team that they, you know, that had that split Unsigned Talent between Aperture and Avenue. 
Uh, then they were known as Push and P for the qualifier. Of course, they right. qualified and Torrent HQ, which I had actually never heard of this org before. And so, you know, maybe a veteran out there has heard of them, but I have not. Um, and the, yeah, they picked up Push and P for the. Yeah, I will say I they. Um, I only found them through a mass of retweets from the pickup yep. of Unsigned Talent. Yep. Uh, Abature specifically was kind of like obviously tweeting about his acquisition but uh yeah torn hq coming out of nowhere um and it seems that's kind of like the theme here is or just coming out of nowhere on twitter <laughs> like like you might your their office is um probably a vacant room <laughs> like for tax reasons it's just a address but it's mainly 100 of twitter ran or nah, i mean not <laughs> even that it's probably just their mom's basement or something you know come on man their fucking p.o box <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, those were the moves going into Anaheim. Uh, so not as relatively quiet as we expected, because uh, there was a huge gap in time of what was going down uh, from the qualifier to Anaheim itself. But yeah, you know, it was nice to see some things. It was honestly, it was really nice to see some teams get picked up, especially like high, like high end contenders such as we love anime mm-hmm. i was really thinking how i could describe them but like they were they were you know very consistent when they showed up so yeah i think out of um, all the teams that got picked up for by an org it's interesting because they actually had to earn that org you know they they had to qualify to become that or part of that org so yeah. everyone else just got picked i mean Sure, they they have to earn it, right? Like they have to consistently do well. But these guys had a place first and a qualifier to get picked up. So, and I think that's cool. I yeah. think that's a good way to do things. Uh, I mean, obviously, not every org has the means to like set up like a you know internal tournament, but I think it looks good. It's good optics for the team and the organization, kind of like a vetting system, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, very cool. You know, I just. I want to, this is a good sign. I just want to see, like, as a new observer, I want to see more of a solidified presence from organizations in HCS beyond, you know, like the major, like Cloud9, Optic, you know, phase, et cetera. Yeah. Like, there, there's a lot, you know, I, on in defense, there's a lot in the top, like 14N, but like, I want to see more organizations come out and like actually be present and not announce a team on Twitter and then fucking their, Twitter accounts disbanded or some shit, you know, <laughs> like uh, what's wrong with a I, new I, team popping up every other week? Come on, man, dude, it's, it's worse than that. Yeah, but, I know. Uh, but really cool to see. Um, yeah, let's, let's go into the Anaheim minor review. Yeah, let's do it. So let's, let's pull this up here. Let's get the information cracking. Uh, so first and foremost, the HCS Anaheim 2022, as it's been officially dubbed, um, is the first regional LAN in North America for Halo Infinite. Uh, it was originally part of the DreamHack Anaheim, uh, but that event was canceled because of COVID. And this, again, all this information is being linked in the show notes, uh, currently using our favorite source, Halo Esports.Fandom. <laughs> but usually it's was it like Team Liquid? Liquidpedia. Like, Liquid yeah, Liquidpedia. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, what we share the love with our resources, them? you know? Right. Uh, but for the Anaheim, so the format was as follows: there was eight qualified teams from Raleigh, and that was like 
Dude, Alan, that feels like forever. Ago, it was right? forever um, ago. <laughs> yeah, and then eight qualified teams from the Open Qualifier um, for Anaheim, which was the Anaheim Open Bracket. And first place teams in each group advanced, and second, third place teams in each group advanced. And it was, it's a similar format we've seen. Um, and it eventually accumulates into a 16-team bracket, double elimination, best of five series and then the grand files again is a best of seven series so nothing new here um yeah and very relatable to you know yeah. to what has been happened before and there are standard game types across just like open series or i should say even pro series slayer capture flag stronghold and oddball um the organizers for the event were hds esports engine mm-hmm. and dreamhack so uh, nice to see DreamHack still available, even though their event kind of collapsed. But the prize pool was huge this time around. Usually we make fun of the prize pools here on Shields Down. Uh, and it was a 150k prize pool. Uh, so very, very worthy of teams' times, if I do say so myself. Yeah, uh, the that 150k, it actually, before uh, Anaheim, like, when it was initially set up the prize pool, it was only 125k. Uh, but they did crowdfunding with the, um, I think it was with the skins, um, that they did. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the skins, but it was crowdfunding to get another 25k to make it to 150k. So it was like, I don't know if anyone listening has watched Dota and the International. They do a lot of crowdfunding. And they do the same thing. Yep. And it, with the books, right? Yeah. 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 So. Th- that they were able to get another twenty five k to the the players, which is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, I I bought those books in the past for Dota because that was exciting and to earn. They unlike Riot, it's actually worth you know with League of Legends, it's actually worth it because you get a lot of cool shit out of those uh like that that purchasable purchasable loot. Yeah, but yeah, very cool that they they saw it that option for the tournament also pretty sad if you think about it but anyway (laughs) not to go there uh, the anaheim began on the 11th of feb and concluded on the 13th Uh, alan do you want me to go right into the placement and just kind of well let's talk about who actually showed up to the event you sure yeah let's let's not get let's not spoil the the end result just yet now Okay, well, the eight teams qualified from Raleigh were Cloud9, E-United, FaZe, G2 Esports, Optic, Pioneer, Sentinels, and Space Station. The eight teams qualified from the Anaheim Qualifier were Complexity, Esports Arena Red, which we mentioned earlier, was We Love Anime at the time, or previously, Fanatic of all teams, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Gamers First, which... Not that surprising. Uh, Oxygen Esports, and I had huge. I had I, okay. I had high hopes for them. Uh, I mean, they did amazing in the qualifier. They did. Uh, Torn HQ, uh, UU or UIU. <laughs> God damn! I'm just gonna say UIU, man. Yeah. Uh, and then of course Exit. What what's a qualifier without Exit making it? Of through, course. So. Um, and those were the 16 teams in total. Uh. 
the pool. Alan, you talked about. I hate saying this. I <laughs> the hate pool play. saying this phrase. Yeah, I mean, oh we, so God. we we covered what the pool play would look like in then uh, last episode, but just a refresher if you don't remember. Uh, so pool play will determine the seating for championship bracket. And for people who don't like pool play, I could switch over to group stage. Is equivalent of saying group stage. But so group stage. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Essentially. No one is uh, eliminated in the pool play, right? It's four groups, four teams doing a round robin. The first in the group goes to the winner's round two of the championship bracket. Two and three, second and third place goes to winner's round one. And then fourth place goes to loser's round one. And then the championship bracket will play out and it'll be a double limb that way. So that's, okay. yeah, so that's how this tournament ran. Right, which pretty standard, like we mentioned earlier. Right, um, and then so Alan, can you can you kind of go over the overview for us for the individual? Yeah, for the pool. I'm gonna play. say groups, individual groups. I'm not. I'm gonna stick with pool play. Ah, oh, God, whatever, it's just man. fun it's your to segment. say. Okay, it's your segment. Do what you want. Yeah, yes. So, um, again, if you have not listened to the previous episode. We made predictions for each of the different pools. We predicted the two, the top two for each pool to see, you know, if they would actually make it. And now we get to see if we were right or not. Um, so pool this A. This is the part where you can skip ahead because if we're wrong, you won't have to find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but pool A, so pool A, the top four was Cloud9, Sentinels, Esports Arena Red, and then Oxygen Esports came in last. Um, which is interesting. Uh, Ryan and I both said that C9 Sentinels would place first and second. However, Ryan, you were hoping <laughs> that Oxygen would come in second, and you wholeheartedly believed that they would crush <laughs> Esports uh, Arena Red. I did. Um, I did. They really let you down there. They they certainly did. Uh, so Oxygen, you know, leading up to Anaheim, Oxygen has been on a plane of progression or a path of progression. Uh, but they, you know, it started off pretty sweet um, because they, well, okay, maybe not sweet because they were in the loser's bracket, but... I, yeah, they lost they, every single match they played in the pool play. Yeah, in the pool play itself. Like, I, I won't get ahead of myself because I actually, that was getting ahead of myself. But yeah, they lost every match. So that was very interesting. Uh, I don't have faith it just shows not to have faith in teams anymore. So just, <laughs> it's easier just to say go C9. Yeah, I that's, mean, that's I was going to say, you got a faith in C9. They are consistently first, so you can't yeah. be wrong. It's there. easy. It's it's just easy to say go C9 at this point in uh, my HGS career. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's going on with Pool B? Yeah. So Pool B, it was placed out as Fnatic as first. Uh, excuse me. Holy crap. Phase as first, Fnatic as second. Gamers first as third and Space Station as fourth. Now, when we predicted it, we both said phase is first, Space Station as second. I was a little bit more hesitant <laughs> on that because it talked about how <laughs> they were inconsistent. Um, and we both shit on Fnatic for being <laughs> an awful team. And they came through. They went two and one in the group, only losing to phase. Space Station went zero and three in the group. So. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, I guess having a cool jersey is it's not enough these days to perform. So yeah, very sad indeed. They they did not show up for Group B and and really let us down there. 
Yeah, and Fnatic actually pulling games in this in this pool, which I mean, I get, but so here's the why it's so surprising is because gamers first, right? Yeah, um, they have been consistently ahead of Fnatic. Right, like they've always qualified, they or been qualified. So, uh, very good on Fnatic to show up, but. Just, just really cool to see that. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> still sad about Space Station. Like as I was watching, it, I was like, "Wow, I'm getting pretty depressed." Uh, it's already. really showing that they have not been stepping up in their games lately. Yeah, they. I think they've been focused on more of their Twitter media hype bullshit. So yeah, which is kind of what you've been seeing. I mean, that's like Optic though. They're a content media brand. A lot of them are. Yeah, a lot of them. I mean. Even Pioneer GG, like, they don't, I mean, maybe not content, but other team, like, they have a lot of focus in other realms, like uh, Rocket League, which is still a fucking thing. So, uh, yeah, kind of, it's like shit. Like, you, I want to see some orgs that are just solely focused, or at least have a majority of the resources in HCS. Because um, I think that's that's where you start to get good things coming out of it. Yeah. Uh, team Liquid. Team, where, where's Team Liquid? Where's your Alienware? Your Alienware uh, training training center? Can you get an HES team all right? So these people don't have to practice in their mom's basement. <laughs> uh, go on to Pool C before yes. I fucking yes, yes, yes. Pool C. I'm actually very excited about Pool C. So now, because we're right. Yes, yes. <laughs> if it, anyone who is listening to this right, if you could remember only one thing from this podcast episode is. Alan and Ryan were right about pool C to a T, okay? So it's not a hard pull to get wrong. I hate that. <laughs> Whatever, go on. Go on. I, you gotta take your wins when you can. So pool C came out as Optic as first, G2 as second, <laughs> UYU as third, and Complexity as fourth. I called that exactly and uh you said Optic and G2. Like I called all four. I was you're like, yeah, that sounds about right, so we did good there. We did good there. Everyone remember that. Shields Down podcast. That's our street cred. Yep. Yeah, that's our... Sh- it, it took us... Uh, at that time of the prediction, so set six episodes, right? So it took us six episodes to be right on something. That's pretty sweet. Yep, yep. We're professionals now. No longer beginners. Content creators for... At... Whoever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hit us up. We, we, we make all the right predictions. Yeah, DM's open. <laughs> No contract needed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pool D. Yes, Pool D. All right. So that one came out as Pioneers as first, United as second, Exet as third, and Torrent as fourth. So I'd say this one was the upset bracket or the upset pool. Um, I predicted that United would be first and Exet would be second. And then you predicted uh-huh. United as first, and then Pioneers or Exit as second. Yeah, so I was pretty close. You were close. Yeah, you're closer than me. But to think that Pioneers would go three zero, I this, know against E United against of all E people. United and Exit. Like Exit's not a joke. Yeah, either, no, they're so. consistently a top eight team now. So Torrent, Torrent's like, uh, you know, <laughs> it's they were unsigned talent before, brother. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so those were our predictions and which ones we got right. Pool C. Um, yeah, I, I think it was, I mean, 
besides Fnatic and Pioneers, everything fell into line. So it makes sense. Yeah. I will say the the group stages, they added a lot of game time to this fucking event. That's for sure. Yeah. There there is a lot going on here just to get to the championship bracket. Um which can it can be exhausting as a uh, as a viewer. It's just it's so long, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 3 days of this and multiple but... streams going on at the same time. Yeah, it's really weird. Uh they they had like HCS had segmented or not segmented but fragmented streams like it'd be like I don't know, Anaheim stream A, B, C, like to correlate with the pools that were going off. So if you had multiple if you had multiple favorite teams, um, or God, you know, God forbid you're an actual you consider yourself an esports journalist, uh, good luck trying to keep track of things in real time. Like you're better off just following our homies at, you know, HGS headlines on Twitter or even HGS Intel and getting the up to date tweets as the the matches are ending. Because it was a lot to watch. It was a lot to keep track of. A lot of action. Yeah, a lot of action. Something we're not used to over here in Shield South. Ha ha, Bazinga. But don't even say anyway. <laughs> so let's move on to the... Uh, yes, let us move on. Let's please. move on to the placements. Let, let me let me go ahead and spoil this shit yep. for everyone that for some reason has not watched yeah, and if you haven't watched it yet. close your ears now pause the podcast watch all the epi- uh, this videos so competing and placing for our prize pool of 150k first place we have cloud nine what a shocker they get 15,000 hs points and fifty-four thousand dollars. come in second which was uh i would say <laughs> worthy of a second place like optic gaming showed up and they really did was so enjoyable to watch face off like on the path towards cloud nine. Oh yeah absolutely um and it was insane dude like those game those matches against cloud nine were insane but like just them stomping their way to cloud nine was even better um they came in second with nine thousand hs points and thirty three thousand dollars United third place, good for them. Another top tier contender with 6,600 HDS points and 16.8K in prize money. Sentinels with fourth place, 5,400 points and 9.3K in money. Pioneers and G2 Esports placing fifth and sixth for 4,800 HDS points and 4.6K in money. Phase Clan and Xset in 7th spot for 4.2k HCS points and 3.6k in money. And then for the 9th through 12th, we have UIU, Esports Arena Red, Oxygen Esports, and Fnatic for 3.3k HCS points and 3... Uh, what was I about to say? I was about to say 3.3... $3,000 in money. And then the 13th through 16th spot, who would have guessed it? You have Torrent, Space Station... Gamers First and Complexity Gaming for 2.7k HDS points and 2.1k in prize money. Um, so very interesting showing, or I not showing, but performance amongst the qualified teams. Um, very cool to see Opta Gaming, of course, again in second place. Very cool to see EU United in third place. They yeah, they consistently they show up during tournaments. You know they yeah they pop off. 
even though like I would have put them in like the top five realm, it's hard to put them in top three. But like, yeah, they they popped off and and showed up. Yep, I mean, it's like Raleigh United. Yeah, and Sentinels right below them. Of course, I've you know I've mentioned this earlier or in earlier episodes, I should say. Sentinels and United are in that group that are constantly contending to face off against Cloud Nine because that's what it is at this point, right? Yep. Like who who can who gets the chance to go against Cloud Nine? Because it's usually Sentinels, it's usually United, it's usually Phase, um, and you know once in a blue moon it's Exet. So very cool to see them in third uh, and Sentinels right below, or United in third and Sentinels in fourth. Pioneers. Showing up in fifth place, very cool. Uh, we're, you know, yeah, they're consistent. We're, pretty, we're we're big fans of them, so. Um, I'm pretty sure you're about to say they're just consistently perform, you know, improving their performance. Um, and it's clear in Anaheim that they did. So, uh, is there, Alan? Is there anything, um, any matchups that were like significant for you? in the championship bracket. Yeah. Like leading up to the finals. Uh surprisingly the C9 versus Fnatic game. I, I that mean, was a close one. Props to Fnatic for coming out swinging hard, placing second in your group and then going pulling off two maps off of Cloud9. It went 3-2 was the overall score for Cloud9 to advance. That was insane to me. That they were able to do that because not many teams could pull off two maps off of Cloud Nine like that. Yet Fnatic, yeah. who we've been shitting on for so long, apologies. And I Fnatic. stand by it. <laughs> okay, well, I apologize for us. Um, what did it? Which is impressive. So props to them for that. I think that's awesome. Yeah, and, and as that was going on, Pioneer GG was facing off G two. They three two them, and then they got. <laughs> Three to one to buy uh, C9. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that was a short run for them. <laughs> it was like, oh, well, shit. And then they dropped into the loser bracket and got 3 0 by E United because E United was on fire, Alan. Yeah. Um, so they 3 1 gamers first. And then here comes, you know, Optic Gaming showing up with the 3 1 to E United, right? So you're like, okay, uh, Optic is, uh, they're present. Yep. They're they're engaged. About time. So E United, you track them to the lower or the losers bracket, right? And they they three to one uh esports arena red. And then they three to two against FaZe. And FaZe just got done three owing UIU um in the losers bracket. So you're like, okay, United just took out FaZe, who consistently, you know, uh places against Cloud9. Right? Yeah. At least recently. Yeah. So you're like, okay, United, what the fuck's going on here? Yep. And then they, and then poor Pioneers GG, dude, get three, three owed by United as they drop into the losers bracket. So, you know, night, night, uh, Kansas. And then United comes up against Sentinels and three ones them. Yeah. So that was, yeah, United's path to third place was, uh, enjoyable to watch if you haven't, if you weren't tracking them. Um, definitely worth seeing. And of course, they come back and, uh, you know, Optic Gaming's like, oh, I just got done knocking out Sentinels. I just got done King 3 0'd by, you know, Cloud 9. Uh, so United contends um, against Optic 
for a spot in the grand finals and they get 3-0'd. So, you know, at that point, Optic was already like on top, right? Yep. They're all, they're already on the, on the path to be second, yep. but United right there secures their third spot in a very interesting and fun championship bracket. So, yeah, uh, I got to say that, that's, that was it for me. The, uh, the losers round two and the losers bracket, like for the, the up and coming teams must've been really shitty to be in, right? Cause you have phase there, <laughs> you have uh exit who is there and you have e united all playing within the losers round two like the second round of losers bracket and you got all these stacked teams already there it's like oh shit i know i mean like some things were kind of like in the losers bracket some things were kind of like okay like uiu and you know torrent you know that could go either way right right still like unproven teams right uh but then yeah the next round like UIU is like, oh, hey, FaZe, and it gets three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like they did have a chance. <laughs> and then fucking esports, te- uh, you know, Team Red, <laughs> United over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and poor Oxygen, dude. They got 3 0 by G2. Yeah, it's a shame. After putting Gamers First down, um, 3 to 1. So Gamer First didn't really have a good series at all. They got knocked out in the first round in the winner's bracket, and they got knocked out. In the first round, the loser's bracket. Well, you you know who does not have a good series? Space Station Gaming. You completely wipe out in your group. Oh. And then you lose 3-1 to Esports Arena Red. This is a team a pr- that qualified yeah, for this tournament because they qualified due to placing top eight in, in Raleigh. And they're they're just not consistent anymore. They're they're sinking down yeah. the ladder, and they they just failed miserably this tournament. What about what about complexity, dude? <laughs> not not that there was hope for complexity. I mean, we've seen them in the top spots, right, for qualifying. But they got three out by exit. Yeah, actually, yeah. So complexity is probably the worst team in the tournament because they did not win a single map. No, they went zero and three in the group, and they went zero uh, to three in their losers bracket. So I guess if you had to rank it, complexity would be the worst, and the space station would be the second worst. So yo, which there's that. Yeah, blows my mind. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's that's the overview for Anaheim 2022. Um, very fun series to watch. Very exhausting series to watch. Um, but definitely, you know, it, so we, we talk about this a lot with like the open and pro series, which, you know, spoiler pro series don't exist anymore. Am I, if I'm correct, Alan, yeah. um, it's just two day open series, which we discuss in the next episode. Cause we're back to back recording. Cause we're trying to catch up. Um, so it's one of those days on presidential day you know, on our presidency, excuse me. So, uh, the best way to track these teams is through their tournament play. Um, and that's beyond the pro series in my mind. So it's good to see the Anaheim or at least the numbers from Anaheim. So you can kind of get a feel of like how teams are progressing with, you know, these, to be fair, there's a huge gap from Raleigh to Anaheim. Right. But, uh, I think it's the, the safest way to track teams, but you can also prepare yourself for upset because there's teams that were in Raleigh that were not here. Are you um, are you s- stating by that thought that 
phase deserves to be seventh, eighth? Well, I'm not saying they deserve. I'm just saying I'm going to with their most recent performance in a event at this, you know, at this magnitude. Sure. And by magnitude, I mean like the prize pool. Right. Um, that's how I'm going to anchor their performance to this performance moving forward. So, oh man. If, so if they if they continue, you know, if they are popping off in open series or whatnot, then it's like, what what change, you know? Um, is it because they got checked early on? You know what I mean? Like, were was their their matchup, you know, to their to you know was was that is that what sealed their fate? Like, were they not as good as Sentinels that day, but they're better? during the open series that are coming up, etc. I don't know, but I am using this tournament as like an anchor point for future, you know, comparisons and predictions. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Cause there's too many gosh darn open series and I'm not going to watch all, and I'm going to look at all the data and I'm not going to comprehend the data, but I can always Google Anaheim 2022 results and go from there. <laughs> I don't just, I don't know if I could say that, Phase is no, deservingly a top eight team. I feel like they're top five. They just failed to to place well here. Yeah, but you know what? They didn't. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm not here to defend anyone. I'm here to read the facts, brother. <laughs> the facts, okay. <laughs> uh, but that's just my standpoint. Right. Um, Alan, obviously, you have a different view on things, but it, it, it's a good. It's just a. For now, right now, it's a good way to, you know, get a glimpse of like what you should expect in the upcoming performance from each team. Yeah. So I guess we'll find out in the Kansas major, which interestingly enough, I know the top eight I'm, teams <laughs> here qualify for the Kansas major. So they don't have to worry about it. Right. So you know, is it the same fate? Will phase fall to Sentinels in Kansas? Stay tuned. And Sentinels, if you want to send me a jersey, you know, it's not, it's not a healthy question. Anyway, anyone want to send me, UIU, you want to send me a jersey? <laughs> Can't even say your fucking name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that was the Anaheim, I guess they just call it the Anaheim 2022. Like, yeah, the Anaheim I'm minor. so used to calling it the, yeah, I'm so used to calling it the minor, but I mean, over here, it's not even mentioned, but. Wow. It's definitely a minor. Um, yeah, that was the Anaheim 2022 minor. And that was the org moves moving into the event itself. In our next episode, hopefully you stay tuned and we'll be discussing uh, once again, just like in Raleigh, uh, roster shifts. Not as I wouldn't say as like crazy, but they always happen, right? Um so roster shifts and some weird Twitter ver like Twitter space organization moves happening that uh, we want to make you know note on but that is the conclusion of episode seven alan do you have any last words before on no uh just please follow us on twitter at shields down pod i repeat shields down pod we like to retweet and and talk to the community as well please follow us that's right unless you're a nerd don't follow us all right then <laughs> So I'm, I'm just, just kidding, fighting we're all, today. We're all we're all nerds here, man. What am I kidding, dude? We're a Halo, we're an unofficial Halo podcast. How nerdy does it? Get? But uh, yeah, please follow us on Twitter. 
check us out at our website. All of our social media links, including our website, will be linked in the show description wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, please, if you like what you're hearing and you think other people should hear what we're saying, then spread some love on Twitter. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review on our very own website. Uh, it's a web-based review, and we can shout them out on Twitter and in our upcoming episodes. You can also leave us a voicemail-like message through our website, and we can play that or at least address it in upcoming episodes too for further you know, communication between us and the fan base. Uh, but yeah, thanks for tuning in. That's all I got. Peace out. Goodbye.